0: Welcome back! Another episode of Freedom Empowered, hosted by yours truly. My name is Mason, and my co-host's name is Nick. Uh, In case you guys are wondering if this is your first time listening, because we have been getting a lot of new listeners recently, what we do here on Freedom Empowered is we help you discover what your personal definition of freedom is. And one of the things that's interesting about it is that can be different for every person. So what we're going to do is analyze your life or give you the tools of the four principles of freedom and you can analyze your life with it and once you know what it is that defines yourself as a free person you can use the four principles to find out where you need to improve and what you're already good at and then from there what we do is we analyze the lives of other successful people using those four principles to determine what they did to get where they're at and that's the interesting part about it is because as I just said multiple times the key is that everyone's individual freedom is different so that's why on this show we go through a large array of different kinds of success whether it's business success whether it's uh, just success in sports whether it's just having a good life whatever it is whatever your goal is it doesn't matter as long as it's individual and it's meant for you. And then from there, we're going to use our principles to help and guide you on your path. But yeah, today is another good episode. We've been talking about some controversial people lately, and this is another one. I think it's something that could really benefit us as a, you know, a freedom-empowered community because it's always easy to point out the massive success of people who everyone agrees is successful. But then when you look at those that you know, maybe society doesn't quite agree with, you have to, you know, kind of take a deeper look to see how they're living what the life that they wanted. I know on one of the past episodes we talked about jackass and to a lot of people that might not be success or that might not be, uh, you know, something to be proud of. But to them it was. And that's the point and that's what makes this show different from all the other shows out there is because we're not here to you know uh, make everyone else happy we're not here to make you agreeable in society's eyes we're here to make you successful and you free in your own right and whatever it is that you think you want to do with your life and today we're going to talk a little bit about Lance Armstrong you guys know him he's a superhuman uh, bike, bicyclist, and most famously, multiple-time Tour de France winner. But, yeah, he uh, he had some controversy, which we'll get to later. But for now, we'll just start talking about his uh, successes with Nick.
1: Well, yeah. Well, we'll start off with his successes. And Lance Armstrong was really a winner. In 93, he won a world championship. He won multiple Tour de France's. Hey, he was winning all his life, though. He started back when he was in high school. When he was 16, he was competing in triathlons. And he he won, I think, two championships back when he was 16-ish. And then in 92 is when he began his uh, career as a cyclist. And he started on the Motorola team, had crazy success there, and at multiple tournaments all over Europe and then he he won some stages in the Tour de France before winning his winning the Tour de France himself and he just had success his entire his entire uh, I guess professional career he had success in multiple tournament tournaments he was just good at what he did and that's that's one of the things we talk about on this show finding something you're good at and you enjoy to do and giving it your 100% and it just proves that you're a winner.
0: It's true. And one thing that the only thing that stopped him was uh, testicular cancer. But honestly, did it stop him? No, because as we're going to talk about, he actually overcame it. And that's one of the things that makes him so uh, famous. And I kind of want to do, I just, on a side note, I kind of want to, I feel like we should do an episode on all the people that have beat cancer, like, in an extreme way, because I think that that could be, you know, something very interesting, because, I, I mean, I don't know how much you guys know about cancer, but it's definitely a very hard battle, and I think there's a lot of people out there that will pull through when they probably shouldn't have, and a lot of it might be due to just the will to survive. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, don't, I think a lot of it is not explained yet by science. But when you look at Lance, you have to assume that part of the reason why he survived is because he just refused to die, and it's 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 an amazing thing. And then you and then you go even further to where after he uh, was um, overcame the cancer, he opened the Livestrong Foundation, and all of you know that because. Those little bracelets, those little yellow bracelets that uh, everyone wore back in the day, those are from his foundation. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing. And I, that's another thing is when you are successful and you are, you know, I don't know if I want to call him a celebrity, but if that's the case, you kind of have, I, I'm not going to say a duty, but when you can make a difference, you probably should. And when someone like him who, you know, was on the stage and was, you know, uh, looked up upon by so many people, he he decided to uh, start the Live Strong Foundation where he can really impact the world. And I think that's a good thing. There's always, you always got to look for opportunities to give back.
1: Well, yeah. And the, the craziest thing about his cancer is that uh, I'm pretty sure it was like ter- terminal, wasn't it? Like it. It was like he—he yeah. he didn't have a very high chance of surviving, and and going through the whole recovery process. It's even crazier that he went back to cycling afterwards, and that he was arguably more successful after his cancer than he was before. Well,
0: I'll tell you right here. Uh, this is the, this is the facts. Docs told Lance initially that he had twenty to fifty percent chance to live. But uh, after later speaking to those doctors, many of them said they just said that to give him hope. Because with this kind of cancer, you know, after the x-rays and the blood tests, there was basically no hope. There was basically no chance to survive, but that's what they told him. And um, he pulled through. And I think a lot of it comes to, a lot of it is because... He was wanted to be there for his family. He wanted to survive. He wanted to survive. I don't even know. And then we keep, we're, we're here talking about Lance Armstrong, the cyclist. But that's not even. If you ask if you ask Lance what his greatest accomplishments were, I don't know if he would say cycling. I he might say that I overcame cancer to be there with my family to take care of my kids and to you know like build this life with the people that he loves. So that's just a whole nother perspective to look at it from. And I think that's one of the things that makes him so interesting is that what makes him famous around the world is this you know, massive success in cycling. But to him, I don't even know if that would be the case. Uh, he, he survived and clawed his way out of the clutches of death. And that is something that might be even better than
1: winning a Tour de France. Oh, yeah. Well, I I would say having a life is much better than winning uh, tournaments. But talking about his tournaments he won, his tournaments he won after his cancer are the crazy ones. When he he joined the U.S. Postal Discovery team back in uh, 98, I think it was. No, yeah, 98. And from 98... Through 2005, he won Tour de France titles. He, he even got a bronze medal in the 2000 Summer Olympics. So after beating cancer, he came out and was even better than he was before. He, he put in the training and the work to, to get to the top again.
0: No, yeah. It's just that's one of the things that really gets me going because I don't, I don't know how the guys, all of you guys and girls that are listening, I don't know how you think about him because I know there was a massive amount of outrage after he um, was caught doping and uh, basically using supplements or whatever to win these tournaments. Or, uh, we'll get into it later, but there's a couple nuances to it. But regardless, the fact is that he was either caught cheating or suspected to be cheating and I know that that can really be upsetting to a lot of people, but you look at, I don't think it matters when you're talking, when you're looking at it from a freedom empowered uh, stance, because the man overcame cancer, like, I don't know how many of us out there could bounce back with, you know, the biggest array of steroids, I don't know if we could win a Tour de France after you know fighting from cancer, and I think one of the issues is that a lot of people one of the reasons why there was so much hate is that people just like to try to take down greatness, if you're the best, you have the biggest target on your back and I think that that's kind of the situation that he was in, because I know that I don't personally, I don't Take that much skin off his back for having been caught blood doping because what like he overcame cancer and he won five Tour de Frances so I don't I don't know if the I don't know if any amount of steroids can really take that away from him. Well, but what do you think, Nick?
1: Well, oh, uh, well, Mason. Uh, I think I think even if we have those listeners listening right now. And they're thinking, oh, Lance Armstrong is a cheater. We think of him as a winner. Lance Armstrong, cheater or winner? That's going to be our episode title. You guys heard it here first. But but if if you're listening to this episode and you disagree with us about Lance Armstrong, that's okay. But I think everyone can agree on how him battling cancer and how him overcoming that obstacle in his life and being able to bounce back in his career, even if he was doping, I feel like we can still look at it in a positive way as an inspiring story.
0: Well, well, we keep talking about the way we're going to look at it, and I think that's an important thing to mention is that it doesn't matter how we look at it. It's um, You know what I mean? This whole point is about defining your own definition of freedom. And it doesn't matter. We talk about our views because that's what we do here is try to break down other people's successes. But at the end of the day, it does not matter what we think. It matters what he thinks. It matters what his family thinks. And if to him, and I mean, I know to him. He's a success and I know to his family he's beloved so does it really even matter what we think you can have haters coming out of the woodwork to uh, um, try to tear him down but all that really matters is if he thinks he's a winner and I think he's a winner and it's just another way to look at it another thing that really gets to me is a lot of people just really want to uh, tear other people down. They, when you, when you're the best, you, I told you, you have a big cross, a big, uh, bullseye on your back. And if you think of, like those people that, uh, are tearing him down, I, th- a lot of them are probably just trying to get some recognition out of it. You know, when you look at people like, um, Sean White says so this is another example. You guys know who Sean White is? He's an Olympic champion um, snowboarder. I'm pretty sure he just won his 10th SB, is what I read somewhere. Big for being like top male athlete. But he's an absolute amazing snowboarder. And during this last Olympics in Pyeongchang, South Korea, he uh, dropped the American flag on his way uh, down mountain or whatever, and there was hate everywhere. There was, like, it's obviously, you know, everyone only hates on uh, social media for a couple days, but there's a couple days where people were like, how dare he doesn't deserve the gold medal? Like, this man literally just won a gold medal for his country, one of many gold medals that he's made. He's literally just going to go down in history as someone who you know, one for their country. And there's people sitting at home on their couch with potato chips complaining and saying that he doesn't deserve it. And i and that's, it's just the facts is that the better you get, the more haters you have. I don't know what, I don't know what you think about this, Nicky. You, you could probably give your opinion because I do have a little bit of a one-sided opinion. And I know probably some of you listeners out there think I'm crazy.
1: Well, no, on this, I completely agree with you where, where people are always trying to hit you or knock you down when you're up we've talked about it in uh, previous episodes where he can't listen to other people's opinions if they're not in the same love was you if they're not if they're not in the same field and they're critiquing him and trying to bring him down over something that was an accident and it's just ridiculous in my in my opinion, that the people were even getting upset about it. Like it's an accident, get over it. But, but yeah, it, it's all about not listening to the haters. The the hate, the haters are always going to try to hold you back because they're either jealous of your success or jealous of the way you want to get to success.
0: Right, and we do we do talk about that a lot. Is there's this big issue in modern society where, you know. Instead of trying to better yourself, people, it's much easier just to hold other people down. So then you don't have to put in any work. But then you still look better because you held someone else down. But that's not the way it should be. It should be all everyone just trying to better themselves. And if you want to have some recognition, you do something to make yourself better. And I think that's something that we've gotten away from. Like how many people, I don't... How would he, Even if you gave yourself the Iron Man suit, I don't think that I could beat Lance Armstrong in a race. You know what I mean? This guy was going up mountains. He was going on hundreds of mile bike rides, and there's people that are talking shit. I don't know if I agree with that at all. It's it's uh, it's it's just interesting to me, but yeah, Lance Armstrong. He um I mean more specifically, he. What he got in trouble for was, and this is an interesting part because, I mean, he didn't actually get caught, from my understanding, with, like, a, from a drug test. So what happened was um, one of his former teammates, Floyd Landis, basically he got, he got caught for using uh, supplements or whatever, and then he turned in not only Lance, but a bunch of his teammates for um, also doing the same thing. And it was basically at that point, they built the case against him, about, against Lance. And then it, what he did was he didn't even contest the case because he didn't want to put his family through it, he said. So he ended up just accepting the punishment, which I mean, it wasn't a criminal investigation. He just got his Tour de France trophies taken away not even taken away, but just, like, they erased him from the records of winning those those tournaments. And, well, no, like, I, one thing that really gets to me is, I don't know if you should be turning in your teammates. I'm a, I'm a big fan of loyalty, and I think that, yeah, there's times when you do have to stand up to do the right thing. And if that's, if there's someone's life at stake, or there's something... You know, the potential for something very bad to happen. Yeah, you might need to stand up and confront somebody, but I don't think that this guy Landis did it. You know, out of the goodness of his heart. I really think he did it because uh, he was trying to cover his own ass. What do you think, Dick?
1: Well, uh, I don't. I don't necessarily necessarily see a problem with what he did. Maybe he just felt guilty about it and just wanted to get it off his chest. Like, if if landis wasn't cheating himself but all of the, all of his other team members were cheating i don't i uh, and like you got no recognition for like your team wins i uh, i'd be a little upset too I, I i really i personally don't blame him for it
0: i don't know i don't think you throw your buddies under the bus to protect yourself i really i really don't think so
1: uh, i i just disagree on this one uh, i i think I think it it shows that he has, I guess, more character that he is willing to admit to it. Or because cause those were his team members, you know what I mean? Like, it, In a sport like that, you basically become family with your team members. And if it was a big enough deal for you to snitch on them because like, you thought it was the right thing to do, I, I can't really knock the guy for that.
0: But you don't think that they got something out of it? You don't think that the reason why there was so much outrage that, you know, maybe other people were benefiting from trying to tear him down? I mean, think about all the news reporters and all the critics and all the people that wrote articles that made a ton of money off, you know, tearing down land. So you don't think that, that that's that comes into a factor at all?
1: Well, obviously I think that comes into a factor, but that's that's more after the fact. The, the the Landis thing I, 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 didn't, I didn't look into that but I don't think he got very much for snitching on his teammates
0: okay okay so we can we can have an agreement that maybe we don't maybe we don't know exactly what Landis' thing was maybe he did it out of the goodness of his heart but for all the reporters out there what they were trying to do was make a buck off downfall of Lance oh yeah and one of the all right, and one of
1: go for. It. Yeah, well, I, I agree. Like, like, there's no money in saying, "Oh, no need to be mad at him." No, all the money comes from getting people riled up, making it a scene.
0: And I think, I think, the point of that is that everyone is just out there for their own self-interest, and in this scenario, it seems negative. But it's not a negative thing. You can That's the point of life. That's what happens when you're in a capitalistic environment or just in anywhere in human. It's just human nature. You are out there to do what's best for you and do what's best for your family. And as long as you're not hurting anyone else, no one really cares. But, yeah, that's just that's just the way it is. So if you're going to be out there to do what's best for yourself, you know, I don't know. It just, it's interesting.
1: Well, that's, that's sort of human nature, like the self-interest, doing what's best for yourself or for your family. And just, people call it selfish. I call it protecting yourself. In a world where you're trying to be the best at something, people are always going to be coming after you to bring you down. So when you do something in, in your self-interest, People are going to call it selfish, but you're, you're doing nothing wrong, in my opinion, if you're doing something that's benefiting yourself to protect yourself.
0: Well, I think, I th- so no, this is actually pretty funny. Have you guys ever seen uh, those videos of uh, celebrities responding to people's Twitter comments? And you see there's the outlandish things that people will say? And I think that's a pretty prime example of it. Is they say it's it's really quite brutal, but that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of the reason why people. That's where we say again, you should only listen to people that are on your level or that are you know close to you. Is because there's always going to be someone out there that's going to criticize you. And if you watch, you should go watch them. They're super funny. I think it's a Jimmy Kimmel thing. But yeah, you, people are just ripping celebrities for just basically nothing. And imagine if they actually paid attention to every negative thing that was said to them. Like, I, I mean, I think I would go insane. And I think that's why a lot of them just refuse to go on social media because they don't want to see that.
1: Well, yeah, that's why well, that's actually the perfect example of not listening to what people have to say, like not paying attention to the comments of people who are just there to hate on what you're doing. And, if if they would have focused on that they would probably not be successful cuz would you'd be going crazy if you were paying attention to all that all that negativity
0: and, and and yeah i mean when you look at have you guys we talked about Jocko Willink he's another podcaster he's a ex navy seal but he talks about he talks about taking ownership for you know your own actions. And that's one of the things that gets things done is because if you, if you don't take ownership, like let's say something, you're in a business and something goes wrong and everyone's just like, no, it's his fault. It's his fault. It's his fault. But then if you take ownership, guess what's going to happen. If you say, no man, it's, it's my fault. I'm sorry. He goes, no man, it's my fault. I'm sorry. And now you have two people that are going to, you know, work, to make something better. There're two people that are, are are working for, you know, the next for to, to make that a mistake right. And I think I, I think he has I think he has a very good point that you just you need you can't if you constantly play the blame game or you're constantly trying to tear someone else down, you you're just lost. Like I don't want someone like that on my team. I don't want someone that's going to just go and try to tear someone else down. Like, I think you're pretty much ruined at that point because, yeah, maybe right up front, you might get away with it because you throw someone else under the bus to make yourself look better. And, you know, at the, very, at the first time, your boss might be like, oh, OK, like you get a pass. But everyone else saw that. This and the the, the way you get ahead in life is by taking extreme ownership of your actions, extreme ownership of things that you're not even responsible for. You just go out there and you be a good friend, you be a good team player, and you if you're out there just constantly trying to make things better, everyone's gonna want you on their team. And you're constantly gonna go up.
1: Yeah, and and, and it's sort of like, if if you're the person writing someone out, or not actually writing someone out, just letting someone else take the blame, and you not owning up to your mistakes, you you're just you're a fake at that point and and at the end of the day fakes aren't going to be the winners or fakes being a fake can only get you so far where like people who actually put in the work and take the ownership and have the drive to get to their goal are the ones who are going to be successful or who, are, who are, they're going to overcome their failures but when the fakes come with a problem and they fail at something. They're the ones who are and, like, they have to take ownership. They're gonna they're gonna be stuck. And you could take
0: ownership of something that you you can take ownership of something that isn't even your responsibility. If you have a coworker that's new and they're just screwing up, you know. And instead of just throwing them under the bus and be like it's the new guy's fault, what if you said no? It's my fault because I didn't teach him. Everyone's gonna look at you like wow this guy actually cares. And if you look perfect, if you submit a resume or you are working at a job and you seem perfect, I know that I, w- I won't believe that because everyone makes mistakes. We talk about failure on this show because failure is necessary. You're, everyone's going to fail. So if you have just this perfect record, I'm honestly nervous when I see that because I'm like, hey, so you've never made a mistake? Oh, really? Or did you just blame your mistake on somebody else? No. The, the real winners constantly fight their ass off. And they failed time and time again. But as as you've seen, and uh, we, we made a post about it. JFK says, you know, a failure, a mistake, only becomes a failure if you don't uh, do something to correct it. And. Yeah, you can fail as many attempts as you want. You can make as many mistakes as you want. But if you overcome it and you learn from it, and you, and you and you correct it, and you go to the next level, you know, not that's it. First of all, that's just good for you because you're learning from your mistakes. But two, it's good for everyone else because you're there and you have your buddy's backs. There's really not very many jobs in today's society where it's not a team effort. Pretty much everything is a team effort. You know, unless you're a farmer or you're. I don't know. Just p- pick one. If you're, I guess, a comedian or something like watercolor. something where watercolor, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. The why? If you're, if you're a professional watercolor, you can only blame yourself for using the wrong color. But in pretty much everything else, it's a team effort, and you just really no one to blame but yourself. And if you take ownership, others will take ownership too. Uh, yeah. Do you just you can't be a douche to make yourself look better and screw someone else over. But, uh, yeah, I I think when you look at Lance, the man straight up had brain lesions. Let's just bring it back to Lance for a second. The dude had brain cancer. It spread to his brain, and they took it out of his head. And then people are still getting butt hurt that he... He used a couple of supplements to get himself back on his feet. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like this man had, he lost a nut and then he had surgery on his brain and came back from certain death and people are going to complain that this man doesn't deserve everything that he accomplished. That's something that you just that I don't that's just not that's not the that's not the way it works, man. If you want to be the best, if you want to go out there and achieve your personal freedom, it's not by tearing anyone else down. It's it's not at all. It's by learning from the people. And it's it's by learning from their mistakes too. It's going, Hey, if I was Lance, maybe I wouldn't have done what he did. But that does not discredit the, the the successes that he had and that's why we're talking about him today is because the learning experience that we're getting from talking about him is still profound we are still learning so much from this man regardless of any negative thing that people are saying about him because he's a winner
1: well like, like you said uh, earlier how no one is perfect everyone has made mistakes and uh, Lance is a good example of that he was a great cyclist, great athlete, and uh, he had cancer, and then he doped a little. That was his mistake. And people, or Sean White, he dropped the flag. That was his mistake, and pe- people want to get so angry about those one mistakes, but I think I think the reason why they hate on them is because of their success. So... If you're hating on them because of their success and you can't look past a tiny mistake and look at all the great things that they've done, all the great successes, then the fault's at you. You're not going to get anywhere in life if, because if, that's going to hold yourself back in the future. But oh, we've even talked about legends on the show like JFK. <clears throat> JFK wasn't perfect. Oh. Arnold wasn't perfect either. JFK uh, banged M- Marilyn Monroe while he was in office, and uh, Arnold banged a maid. And people hated on them, but I think for them, people eventually realized that there's more. There's more to them than just their one mistake.
0: Well, no, it's it's not even that. There's it's not even like that. You can you can admit that they made a mistake, but. What we talk about on the show is successes, not mistakes. Uh, I know I, I was watching a comedy special with Bill Burr, and he said that why wouldn't Arnold think that he could get away with having an affair with his maid? He literally became famous for powerlifting, became an icon in Hollywood when he couldn't even speak English, and then he became, you know, a leader of the greatest state in the union, that I probably shouldn't have said that because it's not if you're going to disagree, but by at least one of the biggest states, you know what I mean? It's, it's very difficult to become a, a um, governor of California. And then, so why couldn't he think that he can have an affair with this man on the side? You know, he could do anything else in the world he wanted. Why couldn't he, why couldn't he do that? But that, that's the reason, there's a reason why we didn't mention any of those failures on this show before today because they just don't matter. Because here on Freedom Powered, we're here to focus on achievements, focus on successes. We're here to find ways to make us better. And if we just focus on failures, yeah, there's going always going to be a failure to confront. There's always going to be this, this caveat to why someone's success can be downplayed by some failure. But that's not what's important. Because I know any of you out there would be willing to take Lance Armstrong's successes if you had to just also take his failures. So that's what we're here to do. We're here to, there's going to be a failure. When you go and you pursue your personal freedom and you go use the four principles of freedom to better your life and start taking action on what it is that you want to do, you're going to fail. And guess what? I'm not going to talk about your failures and neither is Nick. And neither is anyone that truly supports you because they don't matter because you're just going to bounce back from your failures and continue on your path. And that's what's important here.
1: Well, like, like even in previous episodes when we've talked about uh, someone's failures, we we talked about it in terms of the, their success. Like, JFK, we're not going to talk about how he being Marilyn Monroe because it had nothing to do with his success. It was just some side thing that really had no impact on anyone's life, or Arnold, had no impact on anyone's life really, and it had no impact on his success. When we talk about failures on this show, we're mostly talking about like, uh, oh, I'm blanking, but someone who has like a successful company, how if they tried a company before and that company failed, that's the type of failure we like to talk about because those are like mistakes you learn from, and you. It's like the steps to get to success.
0: Yeah, completely.
1: And and I think these like small incidents are, are just petty to complain about when these people have so much to you can learn from and people choose to look at it in a negative way.
0: Right. So I guess if we can wrap up this episode with, you know, a principle, it would be the moral of this episode is the only people that are gaining from talking about someone's failures are those who are specifically trying to make money off of or make their living off of tearing someone else down. But for those of us that are listening to this show, when we're here trying to create our own lives and trying to be successful in our own right, talking about someone else's failure doesn't help us. All, all that helps is talking about other people's successes. So that's, that's, that's what we do here. And we, we just talk about legends. And we talk about people that might have even more obscure uh, uh, definitions of freedom. And that's something that we're going to really try to do more and more on the show is talk about people that that you're not even going to have really heard of because their 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 personal definition of freedom is going to be different. I know a lot of a lot of these people that we've been talking about, their personal definition of freedom is mainstream and there's nothing wrong with that. But I know there's a lot of a lot of examples out there that we're going to start bringing to you where it's not you know, mainstream. It's going to be very, very uh, unique. It's going to be a very niche uh, version of success. And I think it can help a lot of you out because I think a lot of our listeners out there are very niche type of people that want to do something that's different.
1: Well, well be- before uh, we wrap up the show, I just want to share a fun fact about Lance Armstrong. Uh, in 2011, he opened up a coffee shop in downtown austin texas and he called it juan pelota cafe and if you don't get it it's somewhat of a joke because uh juan is like sounds similar to one and pelota means ball in spanish so even he could look at something so terrible like cancer and make jokes about it I know. i just thought that was a cool fun fact to throw in there He had a sense of humor.
0: He did. And that's honestly the key because if you're not enjoying your life, you're not winning. And that's the key to personal freedom is doing what you want to do. So I'll say it again. Inherently, defining your personal freedom has to mean that you're doing something you love. It doesn't have anything to do with money at all. It has to do with What are you doing, are you doing something that you love? So you guys, as you're sitting there trying to discover what your personal definition of freedom is, you need to really be smart about it. You can't take that first uh, reactionary answer. When we ask the question, if you could be doing anything in the world right now, what would it be? You, You can't take that first answer. You gotta take a step back, give yourself 10 minutes and think about, what it is that I actually want. Because everyone wants to say they want a Bugatti. Everyone wants a yacht. Everyone wants something that's uh, you know, a product of money. But. I can tell you for one thing. Lance did not give one fuck. About money. His goal was to be the best cyclist. And the best father. That he could ever be. And he overcame cancer. To do it. And he's going to work the rest of his life. In these. Uh, cancer charities and just trying to better the community around him, and that's something that we can be proud of. So, once again, thank you for joining us on Freedom Empowered. Uh, go ahead and give us a a like, a share, a comment on Facebook, on any other of our platforms. Go ahead and start community. We got it. This is a community. We got to start communicating with each other. Let's go and start help, helping each other build ourselves up. And yeah, you know, um, thanks again.